up everybody welcome to my podcast vibing off with khadijah and i am your host now before i even start with this particular episode and the topic that we're going to be discussing firstly i'm very excited you know i'm very excited to speak about this specific topic but i just want to make sure that you guys are cozy before i even begin i want to make sure that you guys are cozy you guys are comfortable you guys are warm you guys are as long as you guys are comfortable <laughs> i don't know what that was but it's okay it is what it is but like i hope you guys are comfortable and yeah welcome to the second episode of the first season of my podcast i'm really excited i'm really really excited thank you god you know gotta give praise gotta have gratitude but okay our topic for today is gonna be cultural appreciation cultural appropriation and just everything in between that right so i'll speak about cultural appropriation cultural appreciation cultural exchange and assimilation if you're not familiar with those terms or some of them it's okay i will explain now to appropriate something the verb of it is to literally take or use something without permission that doesn't belong to you without giving the people that it does belong to credit and you claiming it as your own so an example is ooh, an example hmm. an example some may argue that the movie black is king was cultural appropriation some may say that it was cultural appreciation some may say that it was neither right but we will get into that we will get into the nitty and gritty and usually with cultural appropriation it's like a a more privileged group taking from a disadvantaged group or marginalized group and it happens a lot we've seen this happen a lot Uh, like sometimes it happens with um with specific fashion brands and magazines and celebrities more people that are more like in front of the camera and like in our faces type thing right and then i want to also speak about cultural exchange now cultural exchange is when two different cultural groups that share customs share customs amongst each share each other's customs you wow okay let's start that again so cultural exchange right so it is when a different cultural group shares their customs um and and um things within that culture with each other so for example anime in europe right we know that anime is originated from japan and that's a cultural exchange done there and another example is hip-hop in south africa for example we know that hip-hop isn't originally a south african thing it's an american thing but we have culturally exchanged and interacted through um decades and time and we've exchanged and it's on a mutual ground like it's on equal grounds between those two cultures to like in a means you know so it's it doesn't have like an inequality or an, an imbalance whereas cultural appropriation does right and i'll give you an example of like an imbalance of the specific thing so for example with cultural appropriation it reinforces a societal imbalance so for example with a magazine like vogue 
it'll and then like they'll have like white people in cornrows and braids and dreads and when they do things like that and they appropriate one's culture it's seen as innovative and edgy and stylish and fresh and trendy but when the same things are done by the people within that culture um, they are discriminated against those exact same things. They are told that they're ghetto, that they're dirty. And I can give you, like, I can give you, if you don't believe me, I can give you an example of this. So if you Google unprofessional hairstyles for women, you'll see a lot more dark faces come up and a lot more black faces come up um, when you click images or even scroll down. And then if you research or if you um, search professional hairstyles for women there's a lot more white faces and hairstyles regarding that so it definitely does reinforce a societal imbalance and sometimes we get confused with cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation and i'll get to cultural appreciation so cultural appreciation is basically um borrowing from a specific culture um a custom or some customs of theirs but you're not taking credit of it you're um giving thanks and giving respect to the originators of that specific thing so for example let's say you are let's say i because like i'm black right and i get married to someone who's indian i may have to conform to their specific cultural customs and that would be cultural appreciation right uh, for example let's say another example is if i'm invited to a wedding um of Tswana people or Sutu people I'd have to dress according to their specific cultures and that's appreciation and that's wearing that specific attire with respect and from permission from the people within that culture. Now I like to divide cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation with two things. One, respect, two, knowledge the person borrowing from that specific culture had they respected the originators of that specific culture enough to ask for permission or to um and or, and to wear that attire exactly the way it is or have they used it as their own have they styled it up to look edgy and look like their own thing and two ha- have they educated themselves on that specific custom that they're using that they're borrowing that they're going to take um and have they asked for yeah like are they claiming it as their own have they given credit to the originators and that's how you can tell the difference between appropriation and appreciation whether there was respect and there was knowledge during that specific process now it does feel like a lot of information like why do we have to know all of this but it's important it really really is whether or not you are in a disadvantaged group whether you are in the privileged group it's very important that we simply respect each other and respect doesn't take a lot it's not something that is inhumane that is difficult to do and also to just simply educate yourself like that's also not something difficult to do and i feel like we need to come into the habit of doing that um and so yeah and then okay and then going into another part which is assimilation i don't know how many people know what assimilation is but i will explain because this is something i also didn't know but assimilation is performed by a less dominant group as a survival mechanism to use in order to fit in quote unquote fit in into society for so for example how a black woman will have to straighten her hair in order to look presentable at an interview so she knows that she would rather prefer her natural hair whatever the case may be but because she has to conform to this to these specific cultural rules she has to um 
use it to survive. And you see, that's the thing. If we're going to say that it's cultural appropriation when less dominant groups are using Western cultural um, norms to, and that's appropriation, then we're not clearly like, educated on what cultural appropriation is like for example with me i live in the suburbs i'm living within very westernized in like in a very westernized environment like i speak a lot of english um and like my neighbors are white uh my neighbors are indian my house is modern you get what i'm saying like that's not culturally appropriating because i didn't choose to be in this specific um cultural um society or this environment it was something that like i was just born into and i think that's the difference when you culturally appropriate something you're choosing it's a choice but assimilation isn't necessarily a choice it's a survival mechanism in order to make it into the specific life right um so i just want to clear that up because i've seen i've seen videos and like nah nah thing is uh, just a lot of people complaining about some stuff that are just like what what and I feel like it's kind of sad that assimilation has to be a thing because it's just it's painful, you know, having to use these specific things in order to survive and fit into society. Otherwise, if you don't and you like you continue with your specific cultural norms as a whole and in totality, you are discriminated for those things, right? You are excluded. You are um discriminated against and that's not okay that's not healthy at all because i look at how like how many of us are in assimilation now right listening to this maybe and you don't necessarily have to be black to understand what assimilation is or whatever the case may be and it's not a black and white issue cultural appropriation is not a black and white issue it's a black white indian colored asian european whatever it's everyone's issue like it's every it's a universal issue it's a universal issue um and so I want to get into the second half of this specific um, topic where one may borrow a, from a culture, profit from that culture, and then cast it aside when they no longer need it or find a value in it. Now, this is something that Miley Cyrus did a few years ago. So after Hannah Montana and she was trying to find herself and find her image, um, she was a part of the hip hop culture with songs like 23 and feeling myself i don't know you guys probably remember it though um i really liked uh and i really liked i really liked her contribution like i'm in the club so that's an example of her borrowing from the hip-hop culture profiting from the hip-hop culture but then casting it aside and i will explain so a few years after um she dropped 23 and Feeling myself, which was in 2013, 2014. In 2017, she was she had an interview with Billboard saying how she didn't want to be associated with that specific culture anymore. And that's what I mean by one borrowing from the culture, profiting from the culture, and then casting it aside. And I think we can say the same thing. Like one will argue and say the same thing about Beyonce in Black is King, how she has borrowed from specific cultures, African cultures, she's profiting from it because she is. And then the fear of her actually like casting us aside as African people, as African cultures, just to make a profit out of us, right? So we'll definitely see whether those intentions were pure or not. And 
some may say that costing us aside includes not coming to tour having a world tour but not including africa in their tour and you can definitely like you are entitled to your opinion you are definitely entitled to your opinion and i definitely understand people that do feel like her intentions were not pure but it is yet to be seen because i i saw like i like i watched movies like black is king black panther and i didn't see it being cultural appropriation at all right because there was respect for the different um cultures that they were using and there was knowledge they were like educated about what they were doing they were educating themselves and they were plainly educating us whoever didn't know about um african culture but one thing i didn't like which was not the movie's fault but just like probably the educational system as a whole is the fact that a lot of people thought that wakanda was a real place now uh this is where we're gonna fight because wakanda isn't a real place the aspects used to build wakanda were based off of african cultures and traditions yes but and tribes but wakanda isn't a place like i like i saw on youtube like excuse me people felt closer to home and saying wakanda forever and it was just like i understood it was a movement in uh but it also kind of illustrated to me how much people actually knew about africa as a whole like if you're basing all of your knowledge on africa through one movie which wasn't even really about africa it was about like a superhero then you're clearly not educated then there's something wrong with the educational system in the world in the entire world because if you're gonna firstly also assume that africa is a country yeah oh this was like i get like i get so frustrated and you can see the level of education that people have towards africa through things like twitter and instagram and wakanda forever and whether we wake up and we hunt for lions or we um use elephants as transport like what like there's been this one story depicted um for africa like whatever africa is associated with its its poverty and stuff like that and yes there is poverty in africa but there's poverty everywhere there's poverty in america there's poverty in europe in asia there's poverty in australia there's poverty everywhere so the association with poverty and black people and the association with poverty and african people is is just like not it's not it's not it's not okay right and i'm getting into this because it is associated with culture itself whether it's not appreciation or appropriating but it is it is within that hemisphere and i feel like these are things that need to be discussed like i'm not okay with people not being educated about africa i'm not okay with myself not being educated about africa as an african right because what does that make me you know what what does it really mean to be african is it being of descent or is it actually learning about where you come from and who your people are um and so that's also that's also a definite um topic that i will discuss later on as well and in addition to that another thing that just genuinely bothers me is when african stories are told by people that are not african at all right like the thing that i liked about black is king was that the story had african people in the forefront of it the main characters were african people same with black panther but no nah, not necessarily black panther 
But the story wasn't about Africa. Like, the story wasn't an African story compared to Black is King because Lion King is an African story, right? So if you didn't know, now you know now. Um, but it was told by African people, an African story told by African people, which is what I want to see. And I think for now, it should be that way just until we're, we as Africans have created a big enough platform in order to include other people outside of ourselves because there's nothing wrong with including people outside of ourselves in our stories i just feel like if we're gonna tell the stories it should be us like if it's african stories then then we need to tell them an example of this um was long walk to freedom it was an african story that was told by a british two british actors actually right i don't know whether they um they're african-american and british but i know that they're british actors and i i mean i appreciated the movie in totality but i also like i felt like you know a movie like that should be told by the people that have experienced that specific moment in time in 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 history you had co-stars like terry petto who had experienced apartheid alongside a lot of other people that have experienced apartheid and had family and friends in apartheid and they know what that system is like and they can't tell their own stories like i feel like it's just taking away from from us telling our own stories especially about things like things that have happened in history now like if we were to turn the tables around i think about it as an african person telling a story about malcolm x or martin luther king how that would go down and how much backlash that would have and i feel like sometimes we see the problem but we're not like willing to voice that this is actually not okay like this is genuinely just not okay i'm not saying that we should never have people outside african descent um telling african stories i just feel like for now it should just be us there can be included but the stars in the movie or the main characters in the movie should be the people that are of that specific descent the same way that we should have um transgender people playing transgender roles but we can we can definitely argue and discuss that right and i just feel like as much as i enjoyed the movie i did feel at the time when i was watching it for the first time or the second time that there was something off-putting you know there was something like not completely i wasn't completely okay with this right another example is terence howard and jennifer hudson with with winnie and uh, guys oh uh, you know oh uh, it was a bit cringe it was a bit cringe to see people that weren't african or that weren't South African specifically telling that specific story. Um, kind of like, kind of like, ugh. But also, it's also like, okay, is the South African film industry developed enough to make a story as powerful as this? But I, I do feel like it was. Like, I feel like the best people to tell um, their stories are the people that have experienced that story firsthand. Experienced that specific time and period firsthand right but i think we just have more faith in people outside of ourselves than ourselves and then we don't support each other whether it's in the arts or it's in business or whatever the case may be and then we like we put ourselves down and we bring each other down just so we can feel like we're succeeding you know i i see that a lot in black communities and i and i don't i don't like it i genuinely don't like it but you know um I feel like that can be something that we can change. I do believe in us as human beings doing better. And I do want to see that happening. So 
that that was just one problem I have, you know, with stories being told by people that are outside that specific culture. Ugh. Uh, 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 uh. Then with time, we will be inclusive. But for now, you know, if you want to be a part of it, still give us a voice, you know, still give us, just give us the opportunity, you know. Um, but yeah, because if the tables were to be turned, it would be a different issue. It would be a completely different issue. And I don't, I don't agree with that. It's like, you like, you don't trust us enough to tell our own stories. I mean, really, you're not trusting the people that know these stories, that have experienced these stories to, to tell these stories. Come on now. Come on. Respect us. Respect us. Um, so, yeah, I think I just want to conclude by saying that. I hope that you enjoyed this specific podcast. I know, like, I'm I'm actually a bit sad that this is... <laughs> I'm actually a bit sad, you know, and I just I just hope that as African people, we don't necessarily need people outside of outside of us to tell us how great we are and how amazing we are. And when I say African people, I include colored people white people indian people like i include everyone who was birth who was birthed in africa like you know african shouldn't just be black people and i think a lot of the time we use that connotation with african people but if you're gonna say that you're south african but you're not african what what you know what i mean like that, that doesn't make sense but that's also a narrative that needs to change you know so i just i feel like as as much as I appreciate our stories being told, um, or parts of our uh, like our descent and culture being told by people outside of us, that it's still important that we support each other and each other's movies, right? We don't um, bring each other down, but that will come with time. That I hope that we do do better for ourselves and each other. And so yeah, I just want to finish this podcast <laughs> by saying. <laughs> By saying thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate you guys. Every single one of you guys. You guys don't understand the importance of this. Because this podcast isn't for me. It's for you. It's for all of us. And I never want to take full credit for it. Because you guys have inspired a lot of that. So kudos for you. To you. For you. To you. To you. Give yourselves a bit of a... What do you call it? Like when you clap yourself on the shoulder or something like that. But like, yeah, give yourselves a congratulations and thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you've learned something, that you've gained some knowledge, that you're willing to speak about this and start conversations in your own communities. And yeah, man, love and light. Have a beautiful week. And I just hope that you guys are happy and doing well mentally and doing well emotionally, spiritually, religiously, you know, in this specific time that we're living in and love and light guys i will see you in two weeks with my third episode bye